Welcome to Fit Chicks Chat, the podcast dedicated to fitness, nutrition, and wellness tips. Right now, we have our fitness and nutrition expert certification starting. This is the only certification in North America that is an all-in-one certification, certifying you in group fitness, personal training, nutrition, and wellness coaching. If you're interested in getting started on your own health journey and getting certified today, make sure you look for more information at fitchicksacademy.com. Now on to today's episode. Happy listening. Hello, everybody. Welcome to today's episode of Fit Chicks Chat. My name is Laura Jackson. And I'm Amanda Quinn. And on today's podcast, we are talking about the shifts that you need to make to make holistic weight loss easier for you and your clients. Mm-hmm. So we are leading up to our holistic nutrition weight loss coach certification. Our next group starts in May. I feel like we literally were just talking about our <laughs> leading into our last group, which started in February, but this is our spring session. Yes. And um, it does feel that way though. <laughs> I know. I'm so excited though. I mean, I love talking about anything to do with nutrition, mindset, habits-based coaching, anything to do with weight loss coaching. The results that we're seeing from our students are absolutely incredible. You know, we have students who have lost up to like combined. I think I did the calculation not long ago because I was seeing everyone, you know, I've lost 30 pounds as I take this program. I've lost eight pounds. I've lost this. Not even the, like they're there to become coaches. And they're just practicing what they're learning on themselves, right? Because I always say you're your first and best student. And I think the number collectively last time I checked was like 400 and something pounds. It's amazing. Yeah, which is amazing. Mm -hmm. Um, But it's not even just the number. It's the fact of learning the skill set to be able to actually manage your weight for the long term and get the body in balance, right? Because weight loss and weight too is also a byproduct of a body that's in balance. And then a body that's in balance, of course, is more likely to fight off disease later on, ages better. You deal with less like emotional and mental health issues. Not saying that it's an or game here, guys, this is an and game. Like I'm not saying if you focus on this and you don't have those things, the likelihood of you being able to manage it or avoid it, it's so much more. So, you know, I truly believe this is a skill set. not just every coach should know, but every person should know. So I love talking about it because I just love being able to take it from just a concept into people's day-to-day lives. And that's kind of what our goal is at FitJix Academy too, is, you know, we want to give you guys things you can actually do, not just, oh, I understand that concept. It's like, how can I actually now take that and do it in my life? Yeah. How can I use this in real life scenarios with myself and my clients rather than just fill my head with a bunch of knowledge that's really good if I'm on like Jeopardy. (laughs) <laughs> yeah. It's like, like oh, tr- saying like, like the trivia of the week. <laughs> like, yeah. yeah. Well, it's like, you oh, vitamin D is amazing for me. Yeah. Okay. Well, how do I get vitamin D in my body without taking vitamin D supplements? Exactly. Okay. Eat these foods. You know what I mean? Like that's the way that, you know, and I always thought that even before we had our, our academy, every time I always took courses or um, degrees and things like that at school, I always was like, where is the action items? How do I do something with this? Mm-hmm. And that was a big shift for me in coaching. I think that's one of the things that really had us growing quickly as coaches as well was that we just had these simple things for people to be able to do that then when you start taking the action and you can do these shifts in your life, then suddenly you're seeing results. And then it's like, now they're telling people and then we just started growing. But 
I just think it's so important to have things you can do, not just know. Yeah. So in this, we're going to talk about three shifts to make holistic weight loss easier for you and your clients. So I just want to start off by saying to you, there's a lot of people who still put weight loss in the category of something to do with self-loathing. You have to hate your body in order to want to change it. It's a really negative thing. Now, if you followed our podcast for a while or in our world, you've heard me say this a lot. I'm on a mission to change that mindset and change that verbiage around weight loss. I don't want it to be this thing anymore that people talk about hidden or, you know, oh, I'm trying to lose weight right now. It's like this. Or I'm on a diet. Yeah. It's terrible. <laughs> like you can be on a weight loss journey to transform your weight and your health and love the process and love yourself in the process and shifting it into your actually learning tools to be able to, you know, manage your nutrition mindset and habits for the rest of your life. So I really think that it's, you know, taking away that stigma that weight loss has to mean that you hate yourself. I think it doesn't do anyone any service. So let's start thinking about weight loss as easy and fun. And now how do we do that for ourselves? How do we do that for our clients? So the first thing I always think to make this shift really easier is simple is the secret mm-hmm. and then repeat. <laughs> so it's all about the simple shifts, the small, 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 simple shifts that you can start doing day to day that will have the big results. So Amanda, like how I know you and I talked a lot about this. I remember when we were at a conference and we were, what were we thinking about doing the hashtag about? Oh, it's the, uh, we, we still have to do it. Um, small, it was small changes, big results. Yeah. Small changes, big results. That's what we were talking about because the whole idea, the whole concept is that you are small shifts, big results. That's what it was. Not small changes, small shifts, big results, because the whole idea is that everyone thinks it has to be this like, okay, I've got this massive game plan and I'm changing my entire life and I'm going to dive in and I'm going to do five million hours of workouts and I'm going to eat all of like the organic foods and I'm going to eat all of this. I'm going to eat all of that. And I'm, I'm never going to eat sugar again. And I'm never going to do this. I'm never going to do that. And it's like this massive overhaul, which some people do, but oftentimes if you try to do that, which a lot of people attempt to do it that way. And when you do it that way is when you get overwhelmed, you get confused, you get frustrated, you get feeling like, oh my gosh, I can't even leave my house anymore without feeling like I'm going to, you know, ruin my diet or do this or that. And you get so like, it just feels so overwhelming versus if we just do small shifts, big results, small shifts consistently will give you big results. If you do the same thing over, if you walk every single day for 10 minutes a day, that's more than walking zero. Right. And so those small little changes will add up over time. And that's what we were really talking about. Well, and I love that. I love even the word shift versus change. Yeah. Change is very change. hard for everybody, mm-hmm. right? For us to change our identity, it requires us to go into the unknown. And the unknown to us is scary and equals potential death. Like that's where the way our brain thinks, right? Yeah. So when we start attempting things, like I've got to change everything, it's like, we're, we're completely stepping into a new identity and our body and our brain is going to rebel against that. So even that word change, if you change that word to shift, like, I'm just going to shift this habit a little bit, right? Like I move every day anyways. What if I can shift that habit to go from not moving to moving 10 minutes a day? 
Yeah. Can I add a 10 minute walk in the morning and a 10 minute walk in the evening? Because the first step of any type of shift is that you have to be able to commit to it and actually do it. So this is the biggest problem, right? So many people want to transform their diets. They want to you know, lose weight, focus on their nutrition, but they overhaul too many things at once. And exactly. what this does then is you're setting yourself up to fail and you don't build up that relationship with yourself and the consistency to make that habit doable for yourself. It's not just about, oh, I have to repeat it for 21 days to make it a habit or 28 days to make it a habit. People say that, but it's also about shifting who you are. So you become someone who you effortlessly you know, walk 10 minutes a day in the morning at night. That's just who you are, right? So for me, I exercise five days a week. And if I don't, I don't feel like myself. But exactly. it wasn't always like that. It started off with, you know, I started going for a walk once a day, a short walk. So just even be able to do something you can commit to like five minutes, 10 minutes, whatever that is. And then you can add on if you want. But the first step is shifting the relationship you have with that thing, like Mm -hmm. with that, whether exercise or food, or can I start adding a vegetable at every meal? Like something that is just something that you can be consistent at that you start to trust yourself that, okay, now I can repeat that. I can repeat that. I can add into that right? Mm -hmm. It's so different than just being like, I'm changing everything because that will not work. It's too hard for your brain to wrap itself around. You've got to do it piece by piece by piece. Yeah. And if you like, that's the thing too. And if you do all of the things at once and you try to change, like I'm going to change my, my fitness, my nutrition, my wellness, my mindset around all this, I'm going to try to do it all. And I'm going to overhaul everything. What's going to happen is some parts might actually be working. But then the other part, maybe there's a part, like maybe your nutrition is just like, you can't really stick to it right now because it's too much of an overhaul. But then what's going to happen it, when you try to overhaul everything is that you'll quit everything too. Mm-hmm. And then you're back to square one versus if you're just doing small shifts, you're like, okay, once I've mastered that shift, like once it's become just very natural to me to walk every morning for 10 minutes, and we're just using that as our quick example. But once that becomes just like, that's just what I do every morning and it's very effortless. And it's like, okay, now I'm going to shift this next thing. And now I'm going to look at shifting, like adding vegetables or adding hydration or adding, you know, and I always think of like, for me, one of my biggest shifts that I did recently that was really hard for me at first was I tried to, I bought one of those like big gallon bottles of water. You actually bought it for me. Remember that big purple one? And I would sit uh, on my desk and it would, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. you bought it a while ago and I, I did put it away for a long time. So I was like, Oh, I'm never going to drink all that. And then, I was, then I was like, okay, I'm going to commit to doing it every day. And then when I brought it out, I would like stare at it on my desk. Cause it was so big. It's like, it's bigger than my head. And it really overwhelms me when I look at it. Cause it's like half the size of my body. And I'm like, I can't drink all of that water. And then by the time I get to the bottom, it'd be like hot. And so I was like, Oh, I don't want to drink this. So what I've done is I've just done a simple shift. And now I drink out of this bottle and I just make sure that I drink um, four of these a day, but it feels, it's the same amount of water, but it feels completely different, but it's totally. just a shift in perspective and a shift in, you know, but maybe if I was someone who didn't drink a lot of water, maybe just drinking one of these a day for a period of time is a great shift. And I'm just using my own example just to share with you, but you know, hydration may not be your issue. You might be able to just take that gallon bottle and down it. And that's fine. And that's cool. For me, it was not something that I could easily do because I like other things to drink. (laughs) But the thing I also find too, is when you do simple shifts and then you find the ones that work for you and you repeat those ones. Yeah. 
you're getting so much data on yourself, right? So if you know, okay, I'm going to get up and I'm going to work out, I'm going to go for my walk in the morning. So movement is part of my holistic weight loss plan. I'm going to get up and I'm going to go for a 10 minute walk before work. And you realize that your morning routine right now is so hectic with your family and with kids and whatever it is that that doesn't work for you. Okay. Then I'm going to shift that. I'm going to do my walks in the evening after dinner with the kids or after the kids go to bed, or I need to shift my morning. Right. But it gives you this place of then also starting to figure out what works for you. And it's the same thing with your clients, right? You start to understand when you're start, when you give them 50 things to change at once, which is why we teach in um, the certification about the habits-based coaching scale. So like how many habits should we add? How do we know how quickly to move with our clients? Right. Mm-hmm. When we, when you try to shift everything at once, it's like, it's just way, it's not even just, it's, it's way too overwhelming. It's, you don't know what is actually, like you said it, you don't know what is actually working for you and what isn't because Mm -hmm. you are creating a program for your clients that really works for them. And you have to be able to, for them to be able to share with you. Okay. You know what? I started adding a green smoothie or, um, every single day for breakfast. Yeah. And And I found that it's really challenging for me because again, I'm super busy in the morning. My kids are getting to school. Okay. Instead of saying I can't do green smoothies. Okay. Now as a coach, you're like, well, what if we prepped all of your smoothies for the week in the freezer? So they were ready for you to throw in the blender, add almond milk to and zip up ready to go. Oh, I never even thought about that. Right. So it's like, we start to be able to then figure out what works and what doesn't work. And also just from a habit change perspective, getting to the point where you show up for yourself, whether it be like, sometimes the habit is just literally going for a one minute walk. It's not about the actual walk or the green smoothie or whatever at first. It's about building up that consistency and relationship with yourself, which is why you got to keep it simple. And then you just figure out what's working. You repeat it, repeat it, repeat it. And then of course, as a coach, you, you know, help them repeat it or you hire a coach to make it simpler for you. Um, the second is, so the second shift that makes holistic weight loss easier is shifting to the mindset of adding and not taking away. So this is something at FitChicks that we have been talking about from the very beginning. So even when we had our boot camps, we used to teach this. It was called the add swap replace method at our retreats and to our students and to our bootcamp clients. Because one of the things that we had so much was people, again, trying to overhaul their entire weight loss routine or their nutrition. And they're like, I can't do it. It's too much. Or they're on it for three days, five days. And then they're like, you know, on the weekends I'm binging. And it was because they were trying to let go of everything that they currently ate and trying to replace it with things that, you know, they didn't necessarily love as much or, you know, reprogramming the body because the body, when the body's out of balance, when we've been eating really highly processed carbohydrate rich food for a long period of time, our blood sugar is usually out of balance. Our insulin's out of balance. Our cravings, our ghrelin, like that tells us we're hungry all of these hormones are out of balance. So if you go from being like, oh, I'm eating pasta every day to I'm eating zucchini noodles every single day instead of the pasta, your body's like, where did all that sugar and flour go? What? And then you're cranky and you're foggy and you're hungry and you're like, this is not working for me. Mm -hmm. For sure. And I think just the idea too of, you know, that you're swapping it out. So you're not really giving things up completely, right? Like it's, so many times people will be like, oh, well, I can't, um, I can't have pasta, but you can, 
you can have it in different formats, right? Like maybe it's half zucchini noodles and half spaghetti. Maybe it's half, uh, or maybe it's using like squat butternut squash noodles or things like that. Or maybe it's using one of my favorite swaps is like using rice as opposed to pasta. So I eat a lot of like sauces on top of rice, as opposed to using pasta noodles and things like that. So, but there's just so many ways to do it so that you don't feel like you're just giving things up. Cause I think that that's also when you think about people and using that negative feeling or thoughts around like being like with weight loss or diets, it's always thinking that it's like, I have to give up everything. Right. And it's really just not the case. And when we focus on lack, we're in a mindset of scarcity. Mm-hmm. And when we're in a mindset of scarcity, we think we need that thing to survive. So it's like when we think, for example, that we don't have enough money, right? When we're, we're constantly thinking about the lack of things, then we feel like we need that more and more and more. So if we're thinking, oh, I can't have the pasta. And then that's when that whole thing of when people are like, all I think about now is pasta, right? Because we're trying <laughs> to fill that feeling of scarcity. It's not fun for anybody. And it just is something that, again, you're setting yourself up for failure. So this is something too that we teach to our coaches is this ad swap replace method. And it's also really great too for people who aren't necessarily at the place yet that their taste buds are. So I always think too, when I first started drinking coffee way back in the day, I used to drink like a triple, triple, I think it was or something, (laughs) which basically is like cream, sugar with a splash of coffee. It was probably like sludge. Exactly. And then over time I went to drinking the double double, then, you know, just cream and no sugar. Then I went from cream to milk. And then for a period of time, I drank black or unsweetened almond milk in it. And then now I drink it just with a little bit of regular 2% milk. But if I would have gone from triple, triple to a black coffee, right? Can you even think about what that taste would be? Like my taste buds were so conditioned to creamy sugar, caffeine, right? And then to go to like a black coffee or a coffee with a splash of almond milk, I would probably like throw up. Spit it out. Yeah. It's too far, right? (laughs) Yeah. So it's the same thing of like that transition. So if we're going to use the pasta for the example, and guys, I'm not saying pasta is a bad food. Okay. We don't talk about good or bad foods here. We always talk about nutritionally dense, not so nutritionally dense. So let's say you're not eating, you know, you're eating pasta a lot and you want to get more vegetables and you want to reduce the amount of refined carbohydrates. So at first, let's say you wanted to go pasta to zucchini noodles. It would be like, okay, let me first just add some zucchini noodles in with my pasta. So like mixed in with the pasta. Then it would be like, okay, I'm going to swap, you know, sometimes when I have pasta, I'm going to swap it for the zucchini noodles. So mixing, adding it. And then I'm like, okay, you know, every second time I have pasta, I'm just going to, instead, I'm going to do it with the zucchini noodles and then replace is when you fully make that transition over. So it's kind of giving you this space of like, and it's also really good if you have family members, which is something that a lot of our clients say, um, or a lot of our coaches ask questions about is the idea of like, well, what if the, what if my client's family is not on the same goal as, as that, which is happens a lot right? Your kids, people always say, my husband won't eat this. My kids won't eat this. My wife won't eat this. So it's this idea of now, how can you start to incorporate what you're doing health-wise into your environment as well? And it's just, it's always going into the mindset of adding. And that way too, it's like, I'm adding more health to my life. I'm adding more nutrition. I'm adding more education. I'm adding, I'm adding instead of, oh, I can't have chocolate now. Or right. Like that just turns us into scarcity. And then all we're focusing on is lack. And when we focus on lack, we want that thing more because we think we need it because it's making us feel scared. Mm-hmm. 
And everywhere you go, you'll just see chocolate. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> and then the third thing to third shift to make holistic weight loss easier is gratitude. I cannot say this enough. And we talk a lot about the mindset and the method at Fit Chicks Academy. So of course, working on your mindset on yourself while you're in certification, but then also your clients there, you know, you help them with their mindset as well as with the method of shifting their nutrition habits and mindset to, to reach weight loss. But gratitude practice is not just about saying like, I'm thankful, right? Like it's not just about saying I'm thankful for that, but it puts you into a place again, where holistic weight loss becomes easier because you start to see your body differently than something that you hate and you want to change, which is why I said that at the beginning of, you know, when people think weight loss is a negative thing, when we start to learn how to have gratitude for our bodies, for our health, for our journeys, it takes away that feeling of I'll only love myself when I get there, when I lose the 25 pounds, when I hit my weight loss goal, which is why so many people, they wait, like they can't celebrate themselves or be thankful for anything because they think that I can only be thankful once I've hit my goal. Right. And it doesn't work like that. It's actually the opposite. You have to be thankful now to be able to hit your goal. Mm -hmm. Well, yeah, or else you're going to be operating from a place that is not, it's not going to allow for you to be able to continue on the path. It's going to come. And you're just like going to hate the process. Anger. Yeah. <laughs> Excuse me. It's going to be like grunt work. Like you're going to feel like everything about your process is just negative. And then you'll never feel satisfied no matter where you go. Whether you take one step forward or 10 steps forwards towards your goal, you'll always feel like it's such a negative place to be in. And you can't, and you can't operate that way. It's just not the way that life should be. Well, and it even goes back to, you know, a lot of in mindset work, a lot of times you'll hear the word abundance, right? And people, especially for women, it's very hard for us to receive, right? We're givers. So a lot of times we're giving all of our energy, all of our time, all of our money to other people, our family members, our friends, our communities. And being abundant, you have to be able to be comfortable to receive. And gratitude is actually a practice of receiving because you're saying, you know, you're thankful for what you have, what you have received. So you're mm -hmm. thankful that you have a healthy body and you're thankful that you have the ability to fuel your body with real whole foods. And you're thankful that you, you know, can hydrate and you're thankful that you're learning this, you know, even if you're, if you're not at your goal yet, you're learning how to support your body and health for the long term, right? So you're receiving, you're opening yourself up to be able to receive. And that too is when things really change in your life, right? The more, and it's so interesting because we've always been taught, you know, you like the more you give, the more you get, but also the more you are thankful for what you get, the more you get. Mm -hmm. So a gratitude practice could be as simple as, you know, just writing in a journal, you know, writing out what you are thankful for. One thing that I always do, I don't know, man, if you have a specific gratitude practice, but Every time I go to the gym and every time I go for a walk, I always stop outside and I take three big deep breaths in. And it literally is just fresh air, like filling my lungs. I close my eyes and I just, I take, it's very quick. It's not like a big sitting down journaling for 20 minutes. I just take three deep breaths and I'm just like, I'm so grateful for this healthy body that I have. Yeah. And I just, and also I'm so grateful that I went to the gym today. Like I did yeah. that for myself and I'm thankful to myself that I did that for myself. It's funny. I, my gratitude for my body and what it could, uh, what it could do and achieve 
came way back when it was like years ago, but I still remember the moment that I shifted this mindset for me. And it was back when I used to do a lot of running. And um, I remember I was on this big, long run and I used to hate running, but I thought I was supposed to run because it's like what you do. Right. And I know a lot of people listening can probably relate to that. The whole idea of like, you do it because you think you're supposed to do it, but the whole time you do it, you hate it. Right. (laughs) That was me back in the day before I understood the idea that I can find other things that I love to be able to do. Um, But there was a moment that actually shifted the way I felt about running and the way I felt about everything I was doing. Cause I remember I was on this run and it was like, I was like halfway through it. And I was like looking at my watch and being like, Oh my God, how much further it's so hard. And this is terrible. And then I was like, what if I just thought about it from the perspective of I'm so grateful that my body can do this. I'm so grateful that I have the ability to be able to move my body in this way. And when I shifted that thought, it made my run easier. I got home and I was like, okay, moving forward. Anytime I go for a run, it's like, I'm grateful that I have the time and the space to be able to go for these runs. I'm grateful that my body has the ability to do these things. I'm grateful for my health and well-being and what this is going to help me to achieve. Cause at the time I had a bigger goal of being able to run a certain amount um, in a certain time frame. But it was when I made that shift and when I thought about it, I still remember it. I remember it so clear. I remember exactly where I was physically in the world um, when I was on that run. And it was like such a big moment for me because now I consistently remind myself of that. So regardless of what I'm doing, if I'm doing yoga or if I'm doing, if I'm going for a walk or anything like that, I'm like, I'm just, I'm so grateful that I, my body is healthy and that I have the ability to be able to do these things with my body. Well, and that's where too, I just, I just really encourage people. And again, you know, we teach a lot about the, this mindset piece, but just having something, whether it be that, you know, every time you do go for a walk. So for me, it's usually just walk. like every time I do exercise, that's when I do it. But it could be that when you have your morning green smoothie, you just remind, like you kind of attach them together. Like morning green smoothie means moment. I'm going to take my first sip and I'm just going to think I'm so grateful for my health and for this green smoothie that's nourishing my body. And it just starts. And a lot of times when you're starting a gratitude practice too, it feels very foreign and it feels unbelievable. So just find the little things you are grateful for. Maybe you can't be grateful for your body yet. Maybe you have too much. And I was at that place before too, where I had so much self-loathing at one point that was not even a viable thought for me. I was like, I don't care that I have a healthy body. I don't care about anything to do that. Right? Like I don't like myself. I don't like my body, all of it. It didn't resonate with me. So it might just even be like, I'm grateful that I found this recipe for this great smoothie. I'm grateful that I have a coach. I'm grateful that it's even in my awareness that focusing on my health matters. And just whatever feels believable to you, though. It can't feel like, oh, I'm just so grateful for my health when you're like, I'm not. (laughs) Yeah. Find the little things you are grateful for. Because again, like the beginning, what you repeat will compound. And then over time, you're not going to see the results of that one green smoothie or that one gratitude practice or that one ad swap replace, right? You're going to see it after you've done it 10 times, 50 times, a hundred times. I actually, the other day had a moment where the way I reacted to a situation, I actually had to stop back and watch myself. Cause I'm like, if this was like a couple years ago, I would react to this totally different. But that was the combination of all of the work I've done on myself and all the times that I've showed up and, you know, 
done my exercise, done my journaling, done my mindset work. And then the way I react to the situation, that's when it showed up for me. And I'm like, oh, this is why I showed up every day for myself for this, right? That's what we have to remember. It's the compounding of these efforts over and over again. So these are the three shifts to make holistic weight loss easier. Simple as a secret, then repeat. The mindset of adding and not taking away and adding a small gratitude practice to open yourself up to receive. Um, And honestly, these three things alone, whether it's for yourself or for your clients are such a huge shift in the way they're going to get results, the way you're going to get results and the way you're going to feel as a coach. So if you want to dive deeper into coaching, whether you are already a fitness, health or wellness coach, and you want to add holistic weight loss coaching to your business, then, or you are brand new to coaching because we, this certification is taught from A to Z. Um, We start May 15th. You can go get more information at fitjixacademy.com forward slash HWLC. You can DM us, email us at info at fitjix.ca. Our team is always on answering questions, being there for you guys and supporting you as well on your journey. So have an amazing day and we will see you guys next week. Bye. Thanks for listening to the Fit Chicks Chat Podcast. Want more healthy love? Visit www.fitchicks.com for amazing resources, free workouts, recipes, tips, and so much more to help you live your healthiest and fiercest life inside and out.